Welcome back to Caffeine Confessionals. We are here to talk about the challenge, Spies, Lies, and Allies, episode 18. And the first part of the final is finally here. The season, we can see it finishing coming up soon. But before then, we have to talk about all the twists that happened from this episode. My name is Alan Aguirre, and I'm joined by my lovely co-hosts. We have the Southern Luke Muncie. What's up, guys? And the Canadian Miss Nikki Sin. Hello, hello, hello. Boy, oh boy, I think they found the formula to a good challenge episode, and that is giving us two eliminations an episode no matter what. All I was thinking watching it was like, wow, what if we just ended the season with like eight elimination episodes, just people going one-on-one, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, nonstop. It would be kind of good TV. I liked it. This episode was good for me. This episode was great. I was actually surprised at like how entertained I was. Yeah, I mean, for me, I did not like the outcomes of the eliminations themselves, but just the fact, just eliminations when they're simple and you just see two people go at it and fighting for their lives, it's just, I don't know, it gets your heart beating a bit. Outcome aside, I loved it. It was it was just very compelling. Yeah, it actually made me feel for some people that I hadn't before was kind of rooting for Tori a little bit some parts of the episode. Some parts in the episode, not... Okay, Luke, I feel... I'm feeling <laughs> from here. I was just going to say, I mean, I'll say it now. I've said throughout this season on this podcast, if you've been listening, I'm kind of like Team Tori on this. I'm kind of Team Tori on this. On this episode, I was like, what are you doing? Which, we'll get into that, but yeah. Yeah, we got, we got a lot to unpack this episode, and we're going to jump straight into the twist. And the twist is TJ left them on a cliffhanger last week that this is the night of elimination. Two people will be leaving before the night is over. He announces that since Emmanuel won the first elimination, he will start a vote. These players will vote for one female to go directly into elimination, and that female gets to pick anyone in the game to go against. Also, the teams are now done, so it's now a solo game. Whew. A lot to unpack here. Uh, Emmanuel, with his first vote, picks Amanda because Emmy is his friend and he's been with the Team Emerald Girls either as allies or hooking up with the entire game. That leaves Amanda. And he goes and puts his hand on her head like, oh, I'm sorry. And Amanda just looked like, please don't touch me. You can yeah. see on Amanda's face the second that TJ says they're voting people in. She's like, this is likely not going to be good for me. Yep. I I saw her entire facial expression just like drop. Like, oh, okay. I I I think the fact that Emmanuel was the first vote is also what really hurt Amanda because people in the challenge house, they have such a pack mentality. Once one name gets thrown out, it's easy for people to keep rolling in and throwing on that name. If Kyle had been the first person to vote, I think he would have voted Emmy, and then everyone else like, all right, vet truce, let's put in Emmy. And they would have just rolled that in. But once that Emmanuel vote comes in for uh, Amanda, things go bad. I have to say, I've got to wash my hands of Nani for a little bit because she's really disappointed me. She was the second vote, correct me if I'm wrong. But of course, Emmanuel is going to vote for Amanda, like as for the reasons that Alan said. But Nani, vote in Emmy. She could set the tone. She knows that if she does that, Kyle, Casey, Nelson, likely Tori, 
are going to do that. CT's not going to, but she could have sent in Emmy, who's the rookie, who she doesn't have ties to. I'm going to defend Nani a bit on that one because I think that Nani knew that if Emmy went in, Emmy probably would have picked Nani to go in against her. I think she would have picked Amanda. And yeah, for sure, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think it's a coin flip. I think it's a I think it's kind of a coin flip there. Um because she knows Emmy she's different seasons. Well, because Emmy Emmy knows she's stronger than both girls physically, but she knows Amanda's a little bit better with puzzles. So I think that that would be the edge because she's like, I could I could beat up Nani. I know I think she knows that. Okay. Yeah, I I we haven't really seen Nani interact with Emmy either, so that's why I mean yeah, Amanda did kind of influence that Patina move earlier in the season. I, I, I think it it would be a toss up. I'm not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm so I'm so mad at Nani for that. That just was weird to me. See, I thought from the angle of Nani's playing for for survival, and if Amanda gets voted in, then Amanda calling her out is her best chance of winning elimination. Because I think, yeah, Emmy. Now Nani thought like, okay, I want to face Amanda rather than Emmy in elimination. Uh, a lot of people start voting for Amanda. Um, Nelson comes to a really tough point where there's, I think, four or five votes already on Amanda. She's going to be the majority vote. And he knows that, like, she, like I can vote Amanda and, like, nothing would really happen. But it's like, that's my best friend. This is a hard choice. So he votes Tori. And Amanda just, like, cracks a big smile because that was, like, a Christmas present for her because it shows that Nelson does really care. And it's really big because... The male elimination vote hasn't happened yet. So he put his vote on Tory, knowing damn well that could jeopardize his own game. I thought it was perfect. I didn't expect Devin to do it all season long. He said things about her. But, like, it was Nelson's time to shine as just being a loyal person, which he's done several times before. And this just sealed the deal for me. Yeah, I... I got to say, Nelson wins for most hilarious confessionals, not on purpose. <laughs> the whole episode. He just had me cracking up. He thinks he's hosting his own talk show, I think. <laughs> That's the vibe I get whenever Nelson's in a confessional. He's Nelson. Like, vote for Tori? Or should I vote for Amanda? <laughs> You're like, What? <laughs> Later in the episode, he has a similar line. It's like, I don't want to win for just like, uh, it's like my, it's like uh, my family or my fans. And I'm like, he's trying to win for us, the fans. I didn't know that, Nelson. You're trying to win for me. Oh, just I was. Uh, <laughs> before his friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, for my fans. For my friends. Okay. Uh, Nelson talks like when you drop water on your phone and you're trying to text, and all these like letters are coming out. That you're like, oh, oh, damn, I need to put my, my phone in rice. Just put Nelson in some rice. Maybe he'll win. <laughs> it's it's a big moment, though, and I respect Nelson for making that move because, as we see later, it, it affects the other vote. I mean, he did end up having a good time. But, yeah, uh, Amanda gets all the votes. She goes down into the sand, and she gets to pick an opponent. She decides, I'm going to call out Tori for elimination because... Me and Tori have been going at it this entire season, and I'm not going to, like, back down from what I've been saying this whole time. And I respect that because at least Amanda stays consistent. I agree. I'm, I'm happy for the consistency. 
However, from a game perspective, I would have said, Nani, you voted me in. Like, And of course, she doesn't know what it is, but like in a puzzle, she's probably got Nani. And something physical, I feel like Nani has Amanda, to be honest. But like she probably has the best chance against Nani. I did like how Amanda was like, wait, what's the elimination? TJ's like, well, it's not this one. Why would you say that? I'd just be like, I can't tell you. Yeah. I'm so glad it wasn't that, like, pacer test again, though. <laughs> I just, I love it because oh, she she really went into elimination for the second time in her challenge career, not just for an elimination. Only Amanda could this happen to. And Amanda swings big. That, that That's how she plays the game. She's not going to, you know, swing small. Plus, I think she would rather lose to Tori in elimination rather than lose to her in a final. I, th- I think that would be a little bit more debilitating. Um, and if you beat Tori, then you just laugh your way to the bank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tori goes down, and she's ready to compete mostly. Uh, <laughs> she is. She kind of looked angry, but I don't know why she was angry, because I don't know. I don't know how she didn't expect this to happen. Uh, her and Amanda hated the hated each other before the show even was a thing with them on it, like, or at least with Tori on it. They've dated the same people. They've never got along. They're only similar qualities that they don't like Cara Maria. Like, okay. That's yeah. Like best friends. I think we all saw it coming. Like once Amanda was down there. Except Emmy. Emmy was genuinely shocked. Emmy is always shocked. She has no idea what's going on the whole time. That's true. You remember yeah. when Taylor Swift used to like accept awards and be like, "Oh my gosh, I won this! Like, I'm I I deserve this." Every time anything happens, and he's like, "This is happening!" Like, she's she's probably like a huge Taylor Swift fan. Uh, and it's this just- is happening. This is for my mother. This is for my grandmother. Everything is for them. I'm like, good on you. But uh... people in the crowd are wondering why she didn't take. Emmy because she's a rookie. It's like, why would you go against a vet? And it's like, dude, I've seen Emmy win four eliminations this season. I, I don't want to go against her. You don't want to go against Casey. So then it really was just a Nani Tory battle and probably want to go against Nani, but swing big, I guess. Uh, <laughs> they get changed into the elimination gear and Amanda is immediately like, oh my God, it's a physical elimination. <laughs> uh, it's a pure headbanger type game. They're dropping a ball via a drone. They have to sprint over to the ball and then try to put the ball in their basket. It's similar to balls in a classic headbanger elimination, except this one is even more favored towards the, the more physical player than ever, because the first person to get to the ball via like just to sprint and get that ball. They have the immediate advantage and balls. in, you could be a little bit crafty. Uh, you just had to tackle them and knock the ball away. And this being bigger, faster, and stronger, that is what plays into the game. Uh, <laughs> I don't have anything positive to say because, dang, what a bad one to go up against Torion. Yeah, you could see the minute Amanda realized it was physical, she's like, and I'm checked out. Love you, Bonnie. <laughs> like, see you soon. <laughs> Oh, Amanda did well, though. I mean, at least at the start in terms of playing defense, I was surprised she tackled Tori down. And 
there were a few moves where she'd knock the ball away, where she got her hand into Tori's face and was just putting her down. Uh, eventually, though, as time went on, Tori just picked her up. She wasn't a backpack. It was kind of like a koala pouch, if anything. Uh, like a side bag, you know? Yeah, like a satchel. A satchel. Yeah. She got satcheled. <laughs> this just shows how how much bulk Tori's put on of muscle. Like, she's huge. Like, she effortlessly just walked with Amanda on her. My heart was breaking. Amanda is also, like, as she noted on Twitter, is only 107 pounds. Um, we're talking about, I, I know this only because Tori has posted, like, her weight on her Instagram a bunch. Like, of like, oh, I'm trying to, like, gain this. I'm trying to do this. And Tori's in, like, the 155 range. So we're talking about a 48-pound difference between two women uh, when Amanda only weighs 107 pounds. We're like, that's a 40% difference in weight. Uh, so that's way different than a 180-pound man and a 220-pound man going up because the percentage amount of weight you have versus how much you actually weigh, blah, 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 blah. Tori big, Amanda small, satchel. One, two, three. That's quick maths. Uh, I hate to see it. I know. And like, we're kind of dancing around it. Amanda loses. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I really liked her confessional after though, of like, maybe I could have put anybody else in, but I'm not putting my friends in. My one fault in this game is that I'm too loyal and I can admit that, but I'd rather be that way. I might not be the best challenger, but I want to be the best mother. Tears oh. are flowing. I might have shed one. Uh, and I like that about Amanda. Like, no, it's never going to get her the win. But, like, people can call her all these things. And TJ even comments, like, you're not the devil you say you are. You're actually a pretty decent person. You just have some outbursts. But, like, you're a good human. It was such a heartwarming moment. Like, I was like, oh, oh okay. Oh, I felt like the Grinch. I was heart. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And I feel like Amanda also lost with Grace. Like, Tori came over and, like, hugged her. like, girl, I'm sorry. And Amanda's like, no, don't be sorry. Like, she understands the name of the game. Yeah. Like, she didn't take it out and be like, no, you stupid expletive, expletive, expletive. She acknowledged, hey, I got beat. Good game. Good luck out there. And she even said, you deserve to be here. And that's something you always hear the adverse of, of people being like, they don't deserve to be here. I do. And I like that Amanda could acknowledge, like, she beat me fair and square. She's beasted this season. Good, good on her. Plus, rival season? Pairs? I can see it. Yeah. I'm wants exes. Sorry. I mean, it's a, it, it's a big win for Amanda, too, in that uh, she just looked smoking hot in all her confessionals the last two episodes to, like, a point that, like, everyone on the internet is like, wow, she she's just an absolute, like, she's hotter than the devil. How can she even say she say to it? Like, how can she say that? She's she's hotter than that. I mean, last week I put up my poll for MVP of the episode, and I said Amanda's confessional look. It got over 150 votes. Like, imagine being like, you know, it, it was a non-serious p- p- uh, portion of the poll, almost one MVP of the episode. So, yes, <laughs> good job, Amanda. Uh, it's tough to see her go, but also she carried a lot of the entertainment of the season. And it's not I mean, as much as I want Amanda to win a season, I, I don't know if she was going to win this final. So at, at least she got us up to this point. Yeah. Who somebody went before the final last season? It might have been Big T. Forgive me. 
big T stands. But like the question is, would you rather see your favorite make it to the final and flop or have them go right before so you can carry on that hope of like, oh, they would have beasted it? Do you want like them there for a good time or a long time? Mm-hmm. Amanda got the best of both worlds. She was there a long time and she had a good time. Didn't make that final, but it might be for the best. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, Tori makes it to her third career final in, what is this, six or seven seasons? Uh, good for her. Um, <laughs> Casey, third final in three straight seasons. That is just completely impressive. Only got into two eliminations, and she went into those eliminations because you needed a school to go to the final. Nani makes her third final in eleventh season in eleven seasons. Uh, good for Nani. She, I mean, she probably should have made some finals back in the day, so she's finally catching up her number total. Uh, and Emmy, first final as a rookie, rookie of the year. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm impressed. The solid group of women. Uh, I would have. I wish Amanda could have been in there. I wish Ashley could have been there. Uh, had that DQ not happened. I really wonder how this season would have went. My God, just it, it, it hurts my heart. But we got to move on. The men now have an elimination. Tori has the first vote, and she throws a vote on Nelson as a means to protect Devin and Emmanuel, and because Nelson threw a vote on her. In my heart, I was like, vote CT. But then I thought, that wouldn't make any sense if you're a woman. So... I feel like that makes sense. Although I feel like she could have directed the vote towards Kyle because they've not really seen eye to eye all season. That's and why. She ha- yeah, and she has to understand that Nelson voted for Amanda as a sign of friendship because he already knew she was going in. I don't know. <laughs> this gets uh, Nelson going. He votes for Emmanuel. Uh, <laughs> and then who had the next one? I think it was Devin, where. He was the critical point in this. Uh, he looks at it and he's like, all right, uh, vets, let's all agree. We're going to manual, uh, which is big for Nelson because Nelson hasn't won anything all season. He, nobody owes him any favors. He's just existed in the game. Uh, <laughs> but Devin still throws in a manual. And then from there, a lot of the vets pile on. Emmanuel tries to vote in Devin, which I think was idiotic. I think if, if Emmanuel had voted in Nelson then maybe Casey would have two and maybe Nani would have two instead though. Everyone just starts piling votes on Emmanuel. Stupid snowball effect though. Yeah. I I wish I don't really conspire or not conspire, not whatever the word is. I don't really like the notion that like rookies have to prove themselves because like they're there just as much as anybody else. But in this moment, I really wish they just would have been like, there's two rookies left. We're voting these two rookies in. I get why they didn't, but damn. But yeah, Emmanuel at least goes in. <laughs> Just like. Yeah, things that uh, Tori really, she, she honestly takes more attention in this moment than she did in her elimination, where she's just telling Emmanuel, don't pick Devin, don't pick Devin for elimination. Because, like, Devin is, like, my best friend in the world. You can't put him in. Like, literally, he's, like, my soulmate. Don't put him in an elimination. Emmanuel picks Devin for elimination because he's like, well, as long as it's not a puzzle, I will beat Devin in anything physical. Which is a fair point. <sighs> yeah, fair a, point. It's a very fair point. Until. Yeah, fair point. Until, until, yeah, until they get to the elimination. 
They had to do three different types of puzzles. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. They have to do a color puzzle. They have to do <laughs> uh, a Sudoku type puzzle and a math puzzle. Uh, <laughs> I, I I do like it when you have more than one type of puzzle, so it's not just one part of your brain uh, taking over a certain type of elimination uh, or challenge. Fortunately for Emmanuel, this is Devin's strength, and it feels. You know, I'm not one to say things are rigged. Feels, you know, a bit rigged. Imagine if those eliminations had been flip-flopped and Amanda had the puzzle, which she said she wanted, <gasps> and Emmanuel had something physical she wanted. It's crazy how that worked out. Pure coincidence, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You know, that's just just how she goes. Because they're certainly not wanting to run the narrative that Tori and Devin are running this season. They don't want to do that. They would never. I'm just going to wait for all the hate in the comments where they're like, nothing's rigged. Yeah, luckily, uh, l- luckily, reality television has never been rigged before. It's, yeah. It's just, it's real rigged. stuff. They would never do that. Of course they wouldn't. Um, but yeah, let's just, let's talk about this elimination. Uh, <laughs> we have to. Yeah, they start off with a Sudoku type color puzzle. Uh, Emmanuel takes a quick lead. He just he's like, these are colors. These go in these rows. Like put them here. Takes a quick lead on Devin. Then he gets to the math puzzle and he's clueless. Uh, Tori, she sees Emmanuel, her cuddle buddy, in the lead. Decides like, hey, uh, try like how do the numbers go? Oh, you're supposed to add to fifteen. You're supposed to put this number this way. And all the vets are like. Dude, what the hell? We're trying to get this rookie out. Devin is our ally. We've been working with him all season. What are you doing? <laughs> so, in case you've been on Twitter, Tori has been accused of being an opportunist. I don't know. I, here's the here's the thing. She has been canoodling with Emmanuel, so it does make sense. But she's also been friends with Devin, even though last season they were sworn enemies. Whatever. I feel like in this situation, you just you sit down on the bleachers, whatever you want to call them, and you just wait patiently. Because no matter what you, you're going to do, it's going to backfire. What was so frustrating to me about Tori like, helping Emmanuel during this, this elimination is that she's like, okay, they have to add up to 15, so put five in the middle. Put five in the middle. And she was saying that. And then, like... What feels like 35 minutes go by before my eyes, he still hasn't put five there. Yeah, what? it was, he just what? looked clueless. He's like, well, what? What does that mean? What, is, what does five mean? Five. Put five in the One. middle. Five blocks? I don't yeah. have, I can't fit them. They don't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Nelson noticed the first time, oh, my heart was just like, not necessarily because I want to see Tori get berated. I don't want that at all. But, like, I knew that Nelson had in his head that he wanted to berate her. <laughs> and I was like, well, if you're going to do it, here's your chance. And he took it. I'd like to note that, like, we still haven't gotten to the part where I feel for Tori. Nelson, uh, he he really does go after Tori. And it's crazy because he's been throwing little shady bombs at Devin this whole season. But when it comes down to it... He's like, all right, Devin is my friend. We are from Are You the One. Uh, we are a Bet Alliance. Like, why? Also, you're supposed to be his best friend. 
why are you doing this? You couldn't understand that I wouldn't vote in Amanda, but you're doing this to your best friend. Uh, it just breaks Nelson's already not that functioning well brain. Uh, and at one point, though, my favorite part is Nelson starts calling Tori, typical Tori, typical Tori. And I was just like, that that's who she is in my brain now, typical Tori. He's like, you are foul. Stop cheering for him. Stop helping him. And I was like, whoa. So we called Kayla foul for having sex in some sort of washroom with with Bear. And now Tori is foul for helping someone. Also, why wasn't TJ like, hey, don't help them? It's a good question. I like I know there aren't set rules necessarily for eliminations because this happens all the time. However, I agree with Nikki. Like, I want them to shut up because that always favors the person who has more numbers. And like I get that's also an aspect of the game, but it's fun to see the underdog win. And I and I get in the situation that Manuel was not the underdog, but like it just always feels weird to me. I think back to yes, this is an Ashley reference, but it's a good one. Ashley versus D on Total Madness when they had to list out the seasons of the puzzle. Had Ashley gotten her pieces, she would have wiped that clean. D had never watched the seasons, but Wes told her what order to put them in. So D didn't really win. Wes won it for her. It just it takes away an element of like their actual competition that they strive so so highly to achieve. Wouldn't cheat and in a real sport, would you? Well, you would, but you wouldn't get caught. Yeah. Wouldn't maybe caught. it maybe it's allowed in the fifth sport, <laughs> since the challenge is the fifth sport. Yeah, the fifth yeah. sport. Fifty-third and cheating fifth. Nope. <laughs> I will. I will add to this as well, though. It must have been super blatant, though, only because CT doesn't ever really comment on things, and I feel like he's very pro Tory. In fact, later in the episode, we see he's very pro Tory. He's even like, "Dang, Tory!" Like. Calm it down, like show out. So I understand what she's trying to do, but I'll revert back to she maybe should have just sat there and been like, oh, I'm going to lose either way. Sit there and eat your food. Just no need for you to be cheering for anyone. Actually, just be quiet. Yeah. CT had Nelson's back. He was laughing with them. He was kicking. They were just like, <laughs> like you get the, you get a load of this, this lady. What you doing over here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something much worse, and I was like, I don't want to get canceled. Like, but yeah, like, uh. <laughs> you just right into the, like, Midwest white dad, like, hey, get a load of this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, eventually, though, Devin catches up. Uh, the crowd is trying to tell him, like, put the five in the middle. It's like, I can do this puzzle by myself. I don't need your help. Though he's probably heard them yell to Emmanuel enough to put the five in the middle. Uh, he eventually does. Gets the puzzle done really quickly. TJ's impressed. Like, damn, Devin, you know this puzzle really well. They go to the final puzzle. You have to put some gems together uh, in the right pattern. Emmanuel finally gets the math puzzle done once he realizes, oh, my God, it's five in the middle. That's what they've been saying for 40 minutes. (sighs) And it comes down to this last puzzle. Comes down to about one or two pieces. Devin gets the win. He's going to the final. Stinky made it. He says he likes his odds. I don't know about that. Well, at least someone likes his odds. Right. Me. Alan, do you know what his elimination record is now? 
five and two, five and three, five and two, I think. Insane to me. So Devin, are you the one three Devin? The Foamer guy has a pretty solid elimination record. What I, that, 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 there's some asterisk there. I just want to say they've never given him a pole wrestle, a balls in, a hall brawl, a jump over the pacer make, take, make maker test. They, they don't give him eliminations like that. They only give Devin eliminations that are mental, and he's lost mental eliminations. So uh, I don't know about that. He's playing junior Monopoly while everybody else is playing the real version. Like, And while I'll agree with that, if I'm Devin, I'm hyped that my elimination record is what it is. You're right. He's, he's been in some rigged against Amanda. He's been in some rigged eliminations, but... Oh man, I I got some some opinions on Devin. Not all of them were positive, but I, I did, did I, yeah. I did like his segment about having dyslexia. As someone with dyslexia, I will say I will I will stand for Devin. It's like it's it's rough. I mean, you have to learn a lot of creative ways to just go at puzzles, mental challenges, and it does help with memory and stuff like that. So I I did respect him in that moment. He is uh yeah, but other than that. He played this game to get to the end masterfully just to have CT there. And it's like, you like your chances to win. I'm like, did CT get food poisoning? Like, what's going on? Does he have a fake leg? Is that is like CT been playing this whole season with a fake leg? I don't know. He has a fake leg. Yeah. Right. He takes it off like that episode of whatever Housewives I was. Puts it on the table. I feel like CT with two prosthetic legs still as the odds to win. I don't know. Still beats Nelson in every daily. The fact that he was not thrown into a single elimination this season baffles me. Like, no one tried to take the hit. Like, not even people that were safe for the week. Even when there were, like, doubles, and he could have been paired up with Tracy or another weak person. I don't know. You're too afraid to call someone weak other than Tracy. Well, no, I was trying to think of who I was thinking of, and I was like, um, <laughs> who would that be? I don't know. One came to mind, but. Forgot about Tracy. How could you ever? Oh, good Lord. The, I will say something I forgot about is when Emmanuel gets eliminated, he's very sad to be gone. Uh, he went the whole season, gets knocked out in the most anticlimactic way where we really got put into a rough situation, two eliminations one night, and a, and a game that was favored towards Devin. But he tells Tori, I love you, and he runs away. And he's like, you can't say that to everyone. I'm like, oh, my God. He told Michelle he loved her, like, 13, 14 episodes, however long ago that was. 900? I don't know how long we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> that was 2015 that happened. Yeah. I have gray hairs now. Whenever Michelle Fitzgerald pops up on my timeline, I love her, but like whenever she pops up on my timeline, I'm always just shocked. I'm like, oh my God, you were on this season of the challenge because that was like three, four months ago when you were still on. I love her, but she blocked me. I I forget that she was on the season. I don't forget, you know, that, that Corey Lay was on the season because he's always talking about the show because he's a fan of it. There's like certain cast members like you know, you got your, like, Idris. I was I love, like, love Idris. Uh, I want to know, Luke, did you deserve to get banned by, blocked by Michelle? No. She okay. deleted her tweet after I responded to it because she knew I was right. 
However, I, w- I still love her. Like, have at it. Like, I'm just a Twitter stan. You can block me. It does not affect me. Um, I Okay, after the eliminations, whatever, we get this Nelson confessional, which he surely had a script for, where he's like, we've beat people from Turkey, oh. Poland, Sweden, blah, blah, blah. They had so many options from the U.S., and they popped up a picture of Michelle. I'm hoping she comes back. Because I, I like, maybe she'll unblock me. I might DM her on Instagram and just say unblock me on Twitter. Because. Who is this? <laughs> right. <laughs> because I feel like she can bring something. She can bring hookups. She can bring drama. And her only fault that I see at the moment, and sorry, this is a huge tangent. But her only fault at the moment is she's trying to do the Amber B stick of being like, I'm so positive. I'm so happy. I love everybody. You don't have to be. Yeah, like, yeah. But I feel like if she comes back, knock on wood, uh, she'll provide. But anyways, back to the show. I want to say about that confessional with Nelson. He was like, you know, from Hungary, from Romania, the United States. The way that he said the United States, I was like, he's from there, right? (laughs) He lives there. It's like uh, the Ron Burgundy, like, he'll read anything off the teleprompter. And it's like, the United States, question mark? Listen, <laughs> Nelson lives in Texas. He thinks it's its own country. He probably thinks it's something else. What did, what did Nelson think the capital of Texas was? Did he say Houston? I think he said Houston was the capital of Texas, which is very wrong. Oh, was he orgasmed? God, I love that man, though. 50-something daily challenges. Didn't do anything all season. No elimination wins. No daily challenge wins. Lost both his hookups in one season. Man, yes. is, still, man is still thriving. He still gets a spot in the final. It's his second final in, uh, in his eight seasons. Considering all the hard work he's put into other seasons, this is how the karmic balance of the challenge universe works. Um, Devin, his second final in six or seven seasons. I think this is, is six. I think it's a seven. Yeah. Oh shit! Only two and seven, and his last one was like a was a pity final in Rivals Three. Um, Kyle <laughs> makes his third final oscillation group. Yeah, no, Nelson's last final was Invasion, correct? He didn't make. No, that. I, I oh, said Devin. Devin. Yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. I said Nelson. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle's third final in seven seasons. Last time we saw him, one he came in second place on Total Madness, and CT with a record breaking tenth final appearance. Uh, he's already a four-time champion. Could he become the second player in Challenge History to win five? There's a moment in the house where Devin's talking about everything that's going on, and you just see CT in bed smiling, looking like, man, they really let me go to the final with them? I'd like to know, um, Kyle didn't come in second on Total Madness. He was the second male. Bananas came in second, and then Jenny West came in first. Exactly. And you saying that CT's won four seasons, I just like had to think about that. And that's insane that he's won four. And two of them had been in the last three seasons. Yeah, and that's what the casual was like, yeah, we know CT. He won 34 and 36. That's not. That's crazy to me. I forgot about that. I don't know, man. I just, I think about that old era where bananas won like 21, 22, 25, 20. Like it was just, I, I'm kind of used to people winning on much like this. And like CT is just piling up the wins that he should have gotten a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, he's going into a final with his weakest field of competition to face. 
so before we even talk about just minusculely, whatever the word is, two things. Who do you want to win the final? And who do you think is going to win the final? I'll start first because I've been pondering on this. I want Nani to win the final. Okay. I know I said again this podcast, I'm washing my hands of her. Well, I'm a liar. Okay. I want her to win this show. I love her so much. Like she's human. And that's why I like her. And she can admit when she's human. Who do I think is going to win based on edit and performance this season? Want to say Casey, but my bet's on Tori. I just like, she's gotten, she's received too many confessionals of this is my season, you know, yada, yada, yada. On the guy side, I want Nelson to win. Sorry, I want it for him. Uh, but prediction, CT. Okay, so mine. Um, want, I want Emmy to win. I know everybody's going to just hiss at me. So just hiss at me in the comments. Um, it's at the Nikki Sin on Twitter. You can just send me all my hate mail there. That's where it all goes. Um, I'll go to PO box. If anyone wants to send death threats there. Um, and guy wise, I want Kyle to win just cause he has a kid on the way. Um, and that Jordy shore money is probably not still running through. So going to make that money and who I think will win. Definitely Tori like female wise. I do think Tori when I felt for her, the only time I was like, oh, okay, was when she was talking about why she wants to win, how she wants to win as like a single woman. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, do it up. I thought, was, it, was a, I thought it was a weird stance, honestly. I thought it was her only stance she could take. I was just, it, it, it felt like, that felt like the most white privileged stance I, I, I've seen. Like, because there's, there's a lot of single women on the challenge. No, no, nobody's doubting single women on the challenge. I mean, single women are awesome, but still. What I'm saying is the point of view that I see it from is that through the actual like camera lens, we've only ever seen Tori as objects of Ben's affection because she started on Are You the One? Being as this was her own doing, like she signed up for the show knowing when it was, um, that she's hooking up with people on the challenge, you know, she was on the second chances show. And I think that she's trying to separate herself from that that standpoint also she's like a pretty white woman so of course why wouldn't she win um and then i think ct will probably win because it's ct i'm gonna comment on the toy thing because i actually do understand what you're saying nikki when i first watched it i was like how is she saying this when this season she was with kells and then emmanuel the majority of the season but i think the difference is neither of those men carried her and that's not to say that jordan carried her on world awards 2 or dirty 30 but people say that, uh, and people are always going to say that. So yeah. it's not like Emmanuel and Kels had any impact on her staying in this game. Like she did it herself. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good perspective. I just, I, in my brain, I was like, you have a loving family, you have a good life. I'm like, I, you don't need an underdog editory. I'm like, you, we've been getting your face plastered everywhere. I'm like, just try and sell us on like you being evil or if anything. Just be like, yeah, my life's dope. I want to buy some kick ass clothes. I want to. I want to. I want to write my own book again and publish myself. <laughs> I did like too that she was like. I, I do like too that she was like. I want to be a champion. Like that's gonna complete the repertoire that I'm shooting for. Like, and I respect that. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I want to explain the point. Uh, the point in the episode where I like felt for her. Yeah, yeah. I I when you or were talking, when you're talking about Emmy. Uh, I've also decided that I I would like Emmy to win as well. And uh, I know, I know, I'm also shocked. I'm just as shocked by the news. Uh, I had to Google what 
500,000 U.S. dollars is in Romanian currency. And it's 2.192 million Roman lu, Romanian lu. So be pretty, be a lot of money for her. I mean. Buy a so, lot of plastic bands for her braces. Ooh, yeah. She could, a lot of, some really kick-ass ones. She could the multicolored braces. She could throw yeah. a kick-ass alien party. Alien colored themed braces. <laughs> or she could get Invisalign. Or you could get a new attitude. Uh, and confessional sponsored by Invisalign. And Taco Bell and White Claw. And no, I mean, Man coming out December 17th. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I would like Nelson to win on the, on the male side, uh, especially now that I know that he'll open a nail supplant, salon for his mom, which was very random, but I liked it. <laughs> we got like two features of Nelson's mom this season who we've never even heard of before. And I appreciate it. Makes Nelson more human. Mm-hmm. Who do I think is going to win? I mean, I've been saying Casey and CT have been the best players all season because they are. And if they win, I won't be surprised. Though, Casey has a broken toe. <laughs> and we only found that out via the little after show they do uh, where she not only talked about it. And yeah, Casey broke her toe right before this final. And if you notice, when this final starts, we're going to just jump right into the final right here, guys. When this final starts, Casey... <laughs> is actually trailing the pack a bit. She's usually like the fastest girl, but she wasn't out in front. That was not who was out in front. It was other people. And I think that toe is affecting her. If you watch her in this final, she's going slower than she usually does. And I think on top of that, last season messed up her mentality. Like there are lots of loose rocks. She's not wanting to mess up that knee anymore. I don't blame her. So she's probably just taking it slow and steady. She's taking it how Emmy was when Emmy was like, I have to be careful. I'm a rookie. There could be traps anywhere. I was like, there's not like grenades, landmines waiting for you. How would you feel if they put landmines in the final? Like it wouldn't be televised. (laughs) It goes with the spy theme, sort of. It's just they could have laser beams. True. Hmm. I'll, I'll say this one thing and then I will shut up about yeah, it. Go for it. Go for it. Watching this first part of the final, as an Ashley stand, I was like, oh, Ash would have killed this. Oh, Ash would have killed this. Oh, Ash would have killed this. Because we start off with a run and then a puzzle. Okay. It's kind of like a dead sprint. Off the jump, Nelson and CT are like hard at it. CT, of course, gets the puzzle in seconds. Like, almost like someone gave him a key. I don't know. Uh, just kidding. It was, it was the easiest puzzle ever. <laughs> I, I was just kidding. It's really a world map. Like, CT is yeah. actually just a smart person. So. Yeah. I was, I was shocked Nelson got the world map that fast. He didn't know where to put the countries, but he knew, he knew, he knew what a map looked like. Well, and we talked about cheating and, like, not cheating in the show. I love the confessional of Nani being, like, CT won and left his map, his puzzle open. Like, I'm going to cheat. When given the opportunity, I'm going to cheat. I was like, oh, my gosh, Casey, too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nani still managed to get last in that <laughs> section of the Why final. Long to cheat. Wasn't it right there? Just yes. you me the person next to you's test? <sighs> Even CT undersold how easy the puzzle would be at first, though, because he he just put the puzzle to keep put the map together, and he's like, "Oh, that was easy." It's like, 
you're not done CT. He's like, what? Oh, I got to put these little flags in. And he does that in like five seconds as well. But it was a very easy puzzle. It took some people a long time. Uh, <laughs> funniest part is Nelson comes in third via cheating. Uh, <laughs> and he is like acting like it's a Super Bowl. And CT's like, dude, we got two more days for this final probably. Like what's going on? When he looked in the camera, he's like, what's up, Devin? I'm like, this is one puzzle. You're not the puzzle king you think you are. You were just Nelly T and you had a cheat code next to you. Stop saying hi to other people that are on the show with you. Run to the helicopters. I also forgot for like a hot second that there were four helicopters. I was like, oh my gosh, there's only going to be three. Two people, they out first day. I love this. And then I saw there were four helicopters. The, re- the reason we're not going to go too deep into this final itself is because at the end of this, at the end of this whole end of the episode, they just have the players split up into two different teams, and the final will start again from there. So everything that happens before that, it's kind of somewhat irrelevant. Uh, some people, though, some things to note: Nelson physically was probably the most impressive person in this final. He was going at the fastest pace. He he really. I mean, it shows why he's young and in shape versus Kyle, who is an average athlete, and Devin, who not a great athlete, not in supreme shape. And CT is just a bit older. CT was doing great, but he's just a bit older. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, on the girls' side, like there's one person that absolutely killed every single portion so far. And I'll give her her props. Her name is Victoria Dell. The hell. Whatever the hell her name is. Poor <laughs> deal. Like, I won't lie. Like, I know my prediction was for Tori to win, but she seems to have the best mentality right now. Like, she's going after it. And shockingly enough, which, as Alan said, it's all basically irrelevant at this point, Casey is slacking majorly. Like, in the second, like, run and puzzle portion, she comes in dead last. That That sort of threw me for a loop. And then I... A little bit of me was like, is Nani going to go back and help her? I thought that too. I'm glad she didn't, but like. Yeah. No, I might dumbass. I would have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Devin did really well in the second puzzle portion where they had to uh, create one of those circuit wire type lines. Uh, he come he comes in first place out of that and thought he would be in first place overall, but then learned that we just picking new teams. So Devin's doing well mentally. Nelson's doing well physically. If you put them together, they could maybe compete with CT. Unfortunately, CT's good at both. <laughs> they, uh, they get to the portion where they have to pick new teams, and the purple team is going to be Devin, CT, Tori, and Emmy. So looks like a pretty stacked team. Uh, then the orange team is going to be Nelson, Kyle, Nani, and Casey, which I don't think that team's like – I don't think that team's slashing at all. Uh, I mean, Nani and Casey carried the Emerald team in a lot of those challenges. Kyle and Nelson, they have more gas than Devin. So if one of them can solve a puzzle, if, if just one of them can solve it, then they have a physical edge on the other team. Yeah. Which one would be the one to solve the puzzle, though? Whoever looks at CTs. <laughs> <laughs> right. what, ha- what, what happened to Casey? Casey's done well in like mental challenges in the past and on Big Brother as well. Like She's not elite, but she's average. Like What happened? Is that, it was just weird. I, I honestly feel like at this por- portion, Casey's in her head in this final. Like she's, yeah. she's too anxious about her knee giving out. 
that she's just kind of thrown off. It's so weird. She's such a good competitor too. It usually everything. And honestly, this is like not a spoiler because TJ says it. You guys are going to be in these teams until I say otherwise. I actually wouldn't have hated the rest of the final to be in these cells or these teams because I feel like each has their own strengths. One clearly has more strengths, but like it'd still be a fun battle to see. But with CT making that comment, I'm like, what's next? More pairs, more individuals? I don't know. I kind of want them to do it like on Dirty 30. I think it was Dirty 30 when they had like different partners every day. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. The the trailer for next week, uh, it teases some things and CT says, come on, it's the final. You can't stop running. And I assume he's saying that to Devin because he is the person who might be the weak link there. Could be to Emmy as well. I I think Tori is a trooper. She's going to shoot right on through. Um, And then you see Orange Team just getting mad at something they're doing mentally. So what we expect is probably going to happen. And then TJ says you'll be going into elimination against each other, which I assume means my guess is that whoever is the losing cell in the next episode, the two players, like the men and the women, on the same team will face each other. So we could get Nelson versus Kyle and CT versus Devin or, you know, Nani versus Casey, which would be big. And I think Nani would just bow out in that scenario or Tori versus Emmy. Well, we also get a soundbite of Tori being like, this is the first time that my team is lagging behind. We've got to pick it up. Whew. I'm excited for next week. Yeah. Also, it's the finale, I think. Right. I, I think, think it's the fin- I think it's the finale part one. So close. I, I don't know because I don't know how they're gonna pack in that elimination. I I think to I think next week it's just gonna be Honestly, it's going to be an elimination episode. It's the two teams going at each other, and then whoever loses that having to eliminate someone, and then they're going to run the rest of it as three people each. That's my guess. Thanks, Ken Allen. You you couldn't let me have that, like, delusion? Ignorance is bliss. I'm sorry. It it looked like... Sorry to spoil people who didn't watch the little trailer thing. It looked like two people are playing the backup off me elimination. Uh, The backpack one the same one that Michelle and Corey played in the first elimination of the season, which, man, this season keeps going. Sure does. If there are two more episodes... Go on. I'm going to (laughs) cry. No, there probably are. You're exactly right, Alan. Excited to see the winners. One day, I don't know, maybe by Christmas? That would put us December 22nd. That's like the Wednesday before Christmas. I don't know, that's insane to me. But yeah, I guess they're going to drag this final out three episodes. So what are you guys' final thoughts? I like the episode. It was good. The two eliminations, although they did not end up the way I would have liked them to, they were predictable. They were good. I mean... I don't think anything was rigged with the actual eliminations. Like Amanda lost fair and square. Emmanuel lost fair and square. It was good. Start to the final. Really cool. Although I'll agree with what Alan said earlier. All that other stuff was basically inconsequential because they're now in teams. Um, I really liked the episode. It was really good. Um, I was like 
paying attention the whole time, which I haven't been for a lot of the season. A lot of the season, I've just been like on my phone and also looking at the screen. Um, I don't love that they're just on these teams. Kind of feels like a waste of all the other stuff they did. But I guess they really had to blow through that like explosion budget. They're like, okay, well, we'll get a helicopter. Um, I think one of my favorite moments in the episode is CG finishing one of the puzzles um, and then knocking it back so far that it looked like it was going to go down the hill. So that's my final thought on it. For me, uh, at its at its crux, I think eliminations are always the best part of the show. They always have me the most entertained and engaged, and it's always best when they keep it simple, which they did with these eliminations this episode. And it, it felt like there were actual stakes. It hasn't felt that way in a while. The final itself, I just felt jerked around with, though. Like, I, I, I can't trust anything I'm watching in these finals until it's the last portion where TJ says, all right, there's the finish line. That's when the final starts to me at this point. It just, it feels so wishy-washy sometimes. And I did like the episode, but I just want to know what the rules are. You can't just be making up twists on the fly because then it makes everything else feel like there's no stakes, which again, stakes matter. They do. And it's, it's, it all feels like when you like were playing tag or like hide and seek as a kid and then some kid would make up a new rule. You're like, let's freeze tag. And they're like, actually, um, I I have the fire power, so I can unfreeze myself. So I'm okay. And you're like, what? No. That is a perfect analogy of how the last several seasons have felt when it came time for the final. It's like, oh, there's a random twist today where you could set back a team four hours. What? Yeah. As long as your name starts with a C. <laughs> right. Yeah. And and I like timed finals. Bring them back. And if this is going to turn individual or paired or whatever, because we keep getting like different twists and turns and all that, just set the construct beforehand so everyone is clear, viewers included, of what's about to happen. Yeah. Set us up for success. Well, that was the first part of this final that may go for three episodes, may go for two episodes. So we'll see you back here next week regardless. Make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, on iTunes, on Spotify. Drop us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, make sure to follow Luke on Twitter at Final Reckoning. Nikki on Twitter at the Nikki Sin. Myself on Twitter at the Alan Aguirre. And on Instagram at Caffeine Confessionals Podcast. Have a great holiday season, everyone. It's just, you know, drink your eggnog. Decorate your trees. Do everything that's jolly. Watch Home Alone. Oh, your Hanukkah can yeah, Home Alone Ratatouille, the classic back-to-back movie marathon that everyone has in their house. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to do that with my family. Have a good day. So long.